This is Friday, February 12th, day 40 of our common rule and our morning prayer. This is our last day of the common rule. We'll finish the week tomorrow and focus on what we've learned along the way. Of course, I would love to hear from you about what you have learned on the journey. What have been the greatest challenges for you? What obstacles arose? Where have you seen the most significant benefits? Our scripture today is from the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth, moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither raw moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now, of course, we can hear these words of Jesus about what we do with our money, our riches, our treasures. And indeed, Jesus is teaching us how treasuring works. But I don't think it's all about directing our money. It is about the kingdom of heaven, but it's not all about our financial resources. I think Jesus is trying to teach us a more general principle that's at work. You see, even if we cannot change our hearts, I think there is a way to direct your heart. You see, we tend to give our hearts to what we treasure. For example, let's say I invest all of my retirement savings in a particular stock. Well, you can bet that I'm going to check the stock quotes and track how my investment is doing. You see, by making this investment, I am actually directing my heart. I'm connecting my heart to the performance of that security. But I can also do this by investing my time. If I invest my time into a friend or into the Word of God, I'm also, well, I'm directing my heart to love the Scriptures, to love my friend. Giving my time, investing my time, will create the same sort of heart attachment. I'm going to care about that person that I've given my time to. I'm going to care about what's happening in that person's life. I'll find myself praying for that person. You get the idea. Now, I want us to think about our habits in this way as we come to the end of day 40. You've invested your time and yourself into these disciplines. Do you want to see what the fruit of these new habits is? Well, of course you do. It only makes sense. You see, in the process, you've been directing your heart. There your heart will be also. I hope during these days you've been able to see how your heart has been directed. You've opened your heart to the power of treasuring. How using habits can need structure the way we do when we need bread an intention into the life of your days. In truth, you will have habits and routines. This is the way our lives work. The question is, will we see this and choose to cultivate those habits that will support our life in Christ? I see Jesus doing with this with, this with his disciples. First, in communion with them, he invites them into a level of life-sharing that is transformative. He devotes the lion's share of his ministry time and influence to 
just a few people, and these are the ones that will carry his good news across the world. You see, Jesus is giving us an example of shaping others and being shaped by spiritual friendship. This is a healthy practice for us as well. Second, we see him model practices of prayer and communion with the Father. He, only te- he not only teaches them a healthy model prayer, but his life shows forth what he's taught them. He often sets aside time to retreat from the activities of his busy days and spend time with the Father. And if the Son of God needed communion with the Father like this, well, how much more do we? Indeed, we see Jesus punctuating his life with these moments, these times. And often we see the fruit of his prayer times in the way he's focused on his ministry. His time helps him keep focused on the Father's will and his mission and his calling. And our time can do our time in prayer can do this for us as well. Now, of course, we see all the dis- disciplines of life with the Father coming together at the cross. Do you know Jesus doesn't cease his habits when the darkness and death comes? No, he continues speaking with the Father, guiding his prayers with the words of Scripture. And even when the Father must seem far away, Jesus is seeking to draw near. We need to see Jesus to remind us how to keep coming to the Father, seeking and knocking and asking. When you're bearing your cross, this is the time to run to your Father, and you will find that he's already come to you. So whatever your day is like, whatever season you're in, living through, you're living through, well, these habits of life are meant to drive us to God. And they do this through days of joy and times of weariness, in the heat of the day and the dark of the night and the bright light of midday. Let's pray. My gracious Heavenly Father, there are times when I forget you are there. I forget that I can come boldly to your throne of grace in Jesus. Let me hear your still small voice inviting me to come to you. When the days are dark, and I feel I'm in a dry and weary land where there is no water. For I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.